we do. Every single Saturday on these airwaves. It's me, the voice of your valley. Come on! That's Casey Steed. That's right. Citizen Watch on Merced's News Talk, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS. That's for you, Maryland. Every single Saturday. Boy, what a beautiful, beautiful Saturday we've been uh, blessed with here. After the week of hot weather. My word. I thought the surface, you talk about sun-kissed. He chihuahua. It was hot. It was hot, my friends. The dogs were laying around. I was laying around. Nobody was moving. Not a tail was wagging. From, uh, what was the sweet spot there? About 2 in the afternoon to about 6. And when the sun uh, started <laughs> started going down. Well, you talk about radiation. My word. Hot, hot, hot. Things were wilting. You know, the average this time of year is about 80, what, 88, 87, 85. Not 20 degrees higher than that, or almost 20. But again, this weekend, going to be beautiful. Folks, get those weeds pruned down. It is fire season, and I hate to tell you, no big tankers close by. I guess by air they're close. That's why they do what they do. But uh, they're not at Castle this year, as far as I know. At least not yet. There used to be a big uh, fire base out there, as you know. And uh, as someone who went through the Detweiler fire in 2017, July, I could almost remember the date. It was later in the month. That was a 104, 105-degree run-up. Some nut went out there. A target shooting. <laughs> nice. People use your heads. Anyway, big fire almost uh, almost took the town of Mariposa. I, I, if it wasn't for the heroic, heroic efforts of not only the air crews, but really the ground crews, the bulldozers, the hand crews, uh, Mariposa would not be there right now. You talk about the economic fallout from COVID. Oh, man, 2017 was almost a, almost a disaster. Rim fire. I could go on and on. But again, weeds. Weeds, uh, not that, no, not the, de- <laughs> not the essential uh, dispensaries. No, we're talking about all those brown things around your house. You saw in the, in the news this week, if you didn't, I'm going to tell you about it over there on Childs, uh, kind of over there where they're going to put the new affordable housing, the electric bus over there by the boneyard, you know, just dying to get in over there at, uh, well, there's what, Calvary at one end and uh, Evergreen over there. Anyway, over there, Childs Avenue by G Street, something caught on fire, and uh, boy, it took out a trailer, a car, started uh, lapping up against a, a little duplex there. Firefighters, they had a lot of engines. It takes a lot of resources to put those things out. So the way to prevent it is to cut the weeds down. I know a lot of folks have got the nasty gram in the mail, the the letter, the uh, fire department letter. They, they have no mercy, and nor they should. And realize what they're concerned about is things that burn, because they're firemen. So when they see fuel or things that could catch on fire. Uh, They don't want to be dealing with that necessarily if it can be taken care of ahead of time. And there's a lot of good folks out there. I know they include a uh, little flyer, I think, with some vendors that are able to to take care of the weeds. It used to be years ago, not that many years ago, the local rental yards would uh, have, you know, the tractor, the mower. We've all seen the the outfit, you know, something under 50 horse. You drive it over, you, you mow your... Your whatever your situation, drive it back. They don't do that anymore. Liability, people were bringing them back all clogged up, looking like heck. They just they just don't do it. So uh, you almost have to hire somebody or get the old weed whacker. Go over there, invest in a one of those string trimmers. I'll tell you, mine 
is constantly busy during the summer between Merced and Mariposa because it's it's just something I, I don't know. Every year you look at it in the winter, you think they're not going to grow next year, are they? And then they do. So here we are. So take advantage of this cool weekend. This cool, cool weekend. My mother always had this saying: "Red skies in morning, sailors take warning." In other words, you're going to have a little weather. Red skies at night, sailors delight, meaning fair weather. And this morning, uh, the clouds were pretty red over the Sierra Nevada. So uh, a lot of lot of water in the air. Maybe a little humid, but uh, cool, nice and cool. And the dogs and I appreciate that. So whoever brought the weather, thanks. Hey, I tell you, on the national scene, local scene, state scene. Not good. What's going on out there? I was watching live feed from KTLA last night down in Los Angeles. The protests uh, really turning into riots, vandalism, uh, criminal acts, assaults. Uh, Very, very disturbing seeing what's going on down there. Spring Street, 2nd, 3rd Avenue, areas that I've been to many, many times. I love going down to that area there's a lot of shop, I call it the shops down there, a lot of retail, a wholesale. You have the garment district, the jewelry district, the toy district, the flower district, the fabric. I mean, you get a suit down there. Uh, it, it's just amazing. Tailored out the door in an hour, uh, 100 bucks or less. It's a really, uh, really neat place. Right downtown L.A., Skid Row, they used to call it. With the development going on down there, my word. It's been, a, I don't know, maybe a year since I've been down there. I try to go down once a year. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. You could, it's the, the vendors, the street activity, just, if you've never been to Santee Alley, let me tell you, that's, that's a life experience you don't want to uh, miss. But that whole area last night, it was just amazing to watch from about 9.30 on. I, I quit about 10, uh, I don't know, about 11.30. Now, people just keep coming into the area, uh, agitating, challenging the police, forcing them to assume lines, uh, this sort of thing. And again, all over. The incident that happened, well, there's been a couple lately in the news, but the latest one in, uh, where was that? Was that in Minneapolis, Minnesota, where the officer, uh, can we call him that? What he did, I, I have never seen, I don't know what move that is. I, don't, I never saw training like that in my experience with the San Diego Police Department. I can tell you that I, I think uh, very, very wrong what that officer did. Uh, there were multiple people there. I just don't know what was going through the mind during that confrontation. Uh, there was no question he was being filmed. Uh, people were pleading with him. It was just a horrible, horrible, horrible situation. And the reaction has been, uh, well, it was measured for a while. I think the mayor of Minneapolis uh, made some comments, obviously out of frustration, uh, didn't it help the situation early on? The arrest of the officer, just one of the four that were in the me- immediate vicinity of the of the uh, situation there that were caught on film, has been charged with third-degree murder, which is uh, kind of like a, a uh, there's manslaughter, and then you get into the murder, one, two, three. Of course, murder one is premeditated. I'm not really sure the uh, specific law in, many, in Minnesota with third-degree charges, but he has been charged. Uh, the, the idea that that would kind of uh, defuse some of these protests, at least in Minneapolis, but what has happened is it's given people an opportunity to really uh, take this uh, issue, race relations in America. I mean, we had the 
comment by Joe Biden just, uh, what, a week or so ago that was viewed as somewhat divisive. It was a, a joke. It was a joke. Uh, he didn't mean it. Uh, obviously, this situation in Minneapolis is much, much more serious. doesn't even compare. Uh, very, 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 uh, very, very disturbing situation. These videos, I'm telling you, it's not easy uh, being a cop out there. Every move is uh, scrutinized. Again, this uh, hard to defend any portion of what was seen in that contact. He had an unarmed suspect uh, appearing not to be giving any resistance, uh, no weapons. Again, the autopsy report that's come out has been somewhat uh, challenged by the family, by some of the folks that saw it there. There was evidently no evidence of of manual strangulation, but again, when you kneel on the carotid artery like that, uh, you're definitely impacting the blood flow to the brain. There's a thing called excited delirium syndrome. Folks that are uh, arrested, uh, you know, it's a very traumatic event for a lot of folks to be arrested, to be contacted, to be handcuffed. People don't like to be put in handcuffs. It takes away your mobility. Uh, people start getting excited about that. It's almost like a claustrophobic response and uh, heart rate increases, respiration rate increases, body temperature increases, the organs can't keep up, and uh, you, succumb, you succumb to some sort of uh, failure, some sort of shock. You basically go into shock. And if there's any sort of drugs or narcotics or you know, re- prescription or otherwise uh, that, that is in your system, those things can have an effect. This is something that we were trained on years ago. Uh, you try to you know, calm the suspect, put him in a position of of uh, recovery, you know, sitting up against a wheel, something like that. You don't necessarily have to unhandcuff them, but again, uh, try to get them air, turn on the air conditioning. None of that was done in this case, and I think it's just, again, I do not know what these officers were thinking. We saw a situation, as you know, uh, not too long ago where a suspect was put in the back of a van, and the van was driven somewhat uh, unsafely, and the suspect uh, suffered some injuries that caused him to succumb. And again, these things are just uh, unacceptable. The training today, the equipment today, the level of training, the level of compensation that we give our officers, it's unexcusable to have this type of situation. And then look what happened. In a city, a, a country, uh, literally on fire, a wound uh, that has been uh, picked at, ripped open again, uh, by behavior. And again, there's hundreds and thousands of officers that are good officers that uh, do never display this kind of behavior, never display uh, this kind of callous disregard for a, a suspect. Again, protect and serve. You have to go out there and do your job, but um, you, you still have the respect. We're all human beings. So again, very, very disappointing. What I saw down in Los Angeles last night was less of a protest and more, again, of criminal activity, uh, just an opportunity to foment dissension. There was really uh, very little marching, very little organized activity. It was just kind of a, a hit and run, uh, break windows, smash things, destroy things, set things on fire, police cars, those type of things, throw things at officers, at other people. You saw people in the crowd trying to calm down some of the other folks, some of the agitators. You could see them coming in. It was really interesting, the helicopter uh, view. It was unedited. It was just a, a static shot. 
uh, for about an hour and a half and really, really telling because you only see snippets when they actually do the news. But again, I, I hope this kind of thing does not happen here in the Valley, uh, does not happen here in Merced, specifically in any, uh, any of our cities in Merced, because I think our law enforcement officers, our sheriff, our police departments, the agencies that, and the surrounding counties, uh, for that matter, Mariposa, Stanislaus, Madera, well-respected sheriffs, uh, Varney over there in Madera just moved up to the uh, chief administrative officer position in Madera, well-respected, Christensen uh, to the north of us in Stanislaus, of course, our own Sheriff Vern Warnke, who we had this morning on, great interview replayed at 6 a.m. And again, I, I always push back when some of the uh, rabble-rousers come out of the woodwork talking about our local law enforcement being racist, uh, cooperating with ICE, cooperating with federal agencies, trying to keep our community safe, especially in light of some of the situations, some of the incidents we've had, specifically lately, the Renil Singh incident in Newman, just outside of our county, came through our county, suspect uh, helped by 10 people that, uh, again, probably should have been working to find uh, the perpetrator instead of trying to help him get out of the country. So again, these things, when we have pushback locally, I push back. But you can't defend what you saw in Minneapolis, Minnesota this week with uh, the uh, use of force. Just absolutely, absolutely no excuse uh, for that kind of behavior. I don't, again, don't know what the officer was thinking. But uh, again, here locally, I think, I know that we have good officers, we have a good force, and I hope that uh, we do not start protesting or destroying property or doing anything like that. If there are going to be any kind of demonstrations, I would, I would certainly hope that they would, certainly hope they would be peaceful. I don't know. It's uh, difficult, I know, for people to watch these kind of things and not react. It was difficult for me. But uh, again, there's a, there's a difference between demonstration and a riot, and we need to remember that. Well, we're done with the first segment of Citizen Watch. My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your Valley on Merced's News Talk, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM. Hey, by the way, we will be giving away a five-pack of masks, family five-pack, and a, another gift certificate to O'Reilly's. That'll be at the uh, top of the hour, the end of this show. 384-3323. I'll have more information. we got to go out of this break. Bye. It just ain't the same. Always you change. New days are strange. Is the world insane? If love and peace are so strong, why are the pieces of love that don't belong? Nations dropping bombs. Chemical gases filling lungs of little ones with ongoing suffering as the youth are young. So Ah, here we are, Saturday morning, Citizen Watch. My name's Casey Steve, the voice of your valley on Merced's News Talk, 107.3 FM. 1480 AM, where is the love, baby? Where is the love? Not what I saw the last few days here in America. A lot of hate. Just a lot of straight-up hate. we got to get over this. I don't know what it's going to take. You know, I remember the Rodney King riots way back when. I was living down in Southern California then. I was actually doing a job at KCOP Channel 13 on La Brea Boulevard in Hollywood. West Hollywood. I'll tell you, it was, uh, it was dicey. People walking down the street with shotguns. 
baseball bats, long rifles. I'm not who I know the handguns were in there somewhere, but it was it was wacky, man. I'll tell you, it was just wacky. And that was in the nineties. A lot of folks don't even remember that. The the young people I saw last night in the streets of Los Angeles downtown, destroying property, breaking windows, breaking glass. They probably don't remember Rodney King. They probably don't remember the division, the people, the dozens of people that were killed, portions of L.A. that still have not recovered from the destruction there. Businesses pulled out. You know, who, who wants to be in business when uh, everything gets destroyed? Look what, look what COVID did in three months. Look what an invisible virus. You don't need the community turning on your investment. So we've been here before. We've seen this before. It's not new. It's not new. And yet the reaction is predictable and the same. Why? Has it been the leadership all these years? I don't know. I think it has a lot to do with it. I'm not buying into the whole premise that it's one party or the other. I think both have their fingerprints. Everybody has their fingerprints on this. But what are we going to do? We can't keep going through this every 10, 15 years, every generation. This is becoming a generational thing. It's got to it's got to stop, but the answer is not to destroy to destroy commerce, to destroy society, to destroy those things in your own neighborhood when they're so hard fought to get in the first place. We only have to look at our own local community to see how there is disparity. And those things that are won, well, they shouldn't be given up through criminal, through riotous behavior, through anger, through hate. January's a long way away. It just came Martin Luther King's birthday. I always read, acknowledge a portion of his speech. I have a dream. One of the, one of the more famous ones, probably I think the last one before he was assassinated was a, a little to me more meaningful when he talks about he's been to the top he's been to the mountaintop he's seen the other side he knows what we can be that was in the 60s here we are 50 years later and we still can't see we're still blinded so we really need to remember that was that was the change from peaceful resistance to militancy. And it, and it just hasn't worked out. I say peaceful protest is the way to go. Anyway, very, very sad seeing what's going on. I, I just pray to God that nothing like that happens here in our community. Folks, I want to let you know that we are going to give away, at the top of the 9 o'clock hour, that family five pack that that family pack of five masks for your protection courtesy of image masters as you know masks are a big deal it looks like going forward uh business owners places of uh you know congregation uh, they're going to require you to wear a mask so you might as well bring your own and uh, here's a way for the whole family out as long as you if you have more than five we've got a problem for more info on personal protective equipment go to imagemasters.com 
and click on the PPE link at the top of the page. And, and with that, can you believe it? Management has smiled on me. I don't know what I did right, but uh, we have a $10 gift certificate to O'Reilly's Pub and Tavern, O'Reilly's Bar and Grill. They go by both on the gift certificate, but good to the end of uh, the end of May. No, it's good. To, <laughs> just teasing. No, it's good to the end of July, which is uh, by my MCOE math at least thirty days. So you have uh, almost half the before the kids get back into school. I think the kids are going to be back in school before this gift certificate expires from O'Reilly's Bar and Grill. So you're going to call if you want it. We're going to go with the fifth caller. Had a great response last week. 384-3323. That's a 209 area code. Old school. 209-384-3323. Or if you are listening to us on the internet uh, and you have an 800 number, here we go. 1-800-350-3777. That's a Chicansey number there. 3777. Three sevens. Get it? Now, I want to thank Earl C. from Merced, last week's winner. Really nice guy. Had a nice conversation on the phone. First thing he said was, Casey, is Vern okay? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, does he need these masks? And I thought that, what a nice guy. Offered the mask to Vern, to the sheriff, because Sheriff Warnke was on our our guest. He was our guest last weekend. Great interview in the 8 o'clock hour. Replayed that in the 6 a.m. this week. Because, you know, a lot of people don't hear the 6 they wake up, they don't wake up. I don't know what you guys are doing over there, but some people listen to both. We thank you. And if you ever want to listen to the show, you miss it. You go to 1480kyos.com. There it is. There they all are. Almost, I don't know, close to 100. We're getting close. So you can listen to Vern at your uh, on-demand, we like to call that. But anyway, uh, he asked, he goes, hey, is Vern okay? Does he need the mass? I said, you know, I will ask. And if he does... I will, uh, you know, give him a five-pack of masks because I have a couple. You know, we have a couple in here. But uh, I said, uh, assured this gentleman, Earl C. from Merced, that to to take them in good health along with the O'Reilly's gift certificate. Now, I don't know if he had to go. He did not offer Vern the O'Reilly's gift certificate. (laughs) But I understand. I understand. Listen, if you want to win, 384-3323, top of the uh, hour, before the news, after this show... After I quit rattling on. So that is what we wanted to let you know about. Graduation is going to be happening, believe it or not. The uh, drive through the McDonald's. You want fries with that? Yeah, that's coming up on the uh, June. Where's my calendar here? You know, we don't change things in here. June 3rd, Wednesday. Now, this is for the high school district. They're going to have the, uh, you roll up. Hopefully the car doesn't stall. You've got the current registration, the insurance. I don't know if they're checking all that. I don't think so. But you go. They give you the uh, the sheepskin, the diploma, the accolade. Now, if you're a valedictorian, I don't know if you get the uh, first in line. But uh, I guess you get actually get to get out of the car. Now, the move would be to be in the back seat or roll up in a limo, right? Like a stretch Hummer. Wouldn't that be the move? Anyway, you get out, they give you the, uh, the uh, virtual uh, whatever, the hug, the, the kiss, the kiss off, send you on your way, and it's, and it's goodbye on to, on to college where who knows what we're going to do there. Talking to folks over at Merced College, nobody knows 
what next semester is going to look like, elementary, kindergarten, unless you're teaching at home or you go to Stone Ridge because they got it figured out. They didn't even need to get a – they didn't even need – they hit the ground running, folks. They already, the Chromebooks, the, the, the X-pads, the iPads, the Y-pads, they had it all. They had the 10G. Of course, it cost 10G to go there, but they had, they had it all for their children. The public school system, the college district, the university, Cal State, hey, who knows? Who knows? I'm sure tuition will still be collected, but the virtual, the distance, the uh, how do we do this over the internet model is going to continue in some form or fashion. I've heard, and I asked one of the superintendents, and he goes, yeah, that's a very, thank you for asking. Whenever somebody says, thank you for asking that question, they mean, why did you ask me that question? But they're talking about eight kids in a bus. I mean, why don't we just get the stretch Hummer? I don't get it. Eight kids in a bus? Because, again, distancing. Distancing. We played a game called Freeze Out when I was a kid. You know, that bus would pick us up. and it, I don't, it was a long way to school. We were way out in the country back then and get up to about 55. And all the kids would, uh, I don't know, I don't know if they were the ruffians, they would, they would pull the windows down. And the, and the cold air would roll through that thing. You'd get fog in that bus. Man, you, we'd call it freeze out. You know, some one kid would yell, freeze out! You know, So I don't know, could you leave the windows open? They have those big, you know, panes of glass. It looks like a, looks like a patio window there next to every seat. I, I don't understand. But eight kids per bus, so uh, do we have to hire more buses? Do we start picking them up at 2 in the morning? What do we do? It was just a few years ago that we were making them walk 20 miles to school. I don't know. And, and then the classrooms. What are you going to do about, you know, there's only so much space over there in these uh, schools that they built. So what they're talking about, instead of the kids going from class to class, the teachers go from class to class. That way you keep the uh, potential, you know, it's kind of like an isolation room, you know, room, room 222. You know, it's a negative pressure room now. And so the kids are in there. And again, we're only <laughs> eight. What? Yeah, you can't have 30, 40. You know, they wanted to. You talk about wanting to reduce classroom size. This is this is going to do it right here, but not the budgets. No, 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 not the budget. So they're going to have maybe eight, ten, whatever they can, you know, safely a big circle, big donut around everybody, a six foot donut, and uh, the teachers are going to move from class to class. Now, I don't know if they're going to have a rolling desk, if they're going to, you know, have a laptop, a distance learner. I don't know. Why don't they just stay in the lounge and? Use the intercom system. I, you know, it's, it's wild. And then, staggered day. So, uh, you know, Billy may go uh, Monday, Wednesday. And then uh, Susie, she goes uh, Tuesday, Thursday. Then Friday, I loved how one district put it, for the advanced learners, they'll get to go Friday. It's like, well, shouldn't everybody be an advanced learner? I don't know. I don't know. Again, drive-through graduation may be telling of what the uh, future is for your career. <laughs> uh, would you like fries? Hey, pull up to window two. Uh, that's a. Uh, she's been there a year now. So look, I you know it's I get it that they're doing the best they can. But again, I'll go back to Stone Ridge. I'll go back to Stone Ridge. What a success story! What a success story! Now I know it's a private school and. You know, there's that now, oh, you know, the private schools, we can't do that. Well, yeah, you can. They're spending $10,000 per child in the public school system, my friends. $10,000. That's what they wanted. That's what they wanted. All these years, it was six, eight. You know, it's not enough. We got to have 10, eight, nine. We're almost there. 10. Now we're there. And we don't know how to teach them. You know, this remote distance. How do you, do you use the phone? Is it dial up? Is it a modem? 
you know, if one doesn't have the internet, all must suffer because that would be unfair. But Stone Ridge, they had everybody, and they had a real graduation. I don't know if you noticed that. We covered that last week. I'll just briefly recap. 200 or so folks. I think it was, uh, what, 25, 26 graduates, probably all valedictorians, but they only, I think, still do it the old-fashioned way. Give it to one. And, uh, you know, the folks very proud. They want to do the walk. The walk. You go through all of that. You pay all that cash, man. You want to see your kid walking. So uh, they did that. And I love how the local elected, gee, I didn't know, you know, they called. I thought it was just going to be a drive through No, come on. <laughs> you know what I would have liked to seen? One of the local electeds handing out the graduate, handing out the, uh, the sheepskins there, handing out the diploma. Boy, that would have been a, that's what I would have done. I would have been right up there on that stage celebrating a safe, real graduation. And I think it could be done. But again... Hey, at least they're going to have one, and that's next week for you folks that want to do that. And then who knows what school's going to look like. Who knows? Who knows? Merced College, will we be there? Will we be the, uh, you know, distance learning? Talk about dodging the bullet. Talk about dodging the bullet on that property tax back in uh, March. Remember that? Wanted to build all that stuff. Everything's falling apart. Now they don't. Nobody's there. Nobody's there. Will they? Will they come back? And how many? But we'll come back in the next segment of Citizen Watch, the third and final segment, Saturday morning. My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley on Merced's News Talk, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS. Hang in there. Is the loving really gone so I could ask myself Really what is going wrong in this world that we living in People keep what on is going in. wrong, wrong decisions, only visions of them With the world we're living in I don't know, hey here we are, third and final segment Citizen Watch, well I the 8am third and final segment of Citizen Watch My name's Casey Steve, the voice of your valley on Merced's News Talk 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS K Yosemite, going to be a beautiful day out there. Beautiful, beautiful day. Hopefully folks get out there, get those chores done, get those weeds cleared. We talked about the fires. There was one out in Snelling earlier in the week out there in the county. I was talking to somebody and they're like, you know, only the city has a uh, fire ordinance. I no, they don't. The county has one too. Uh, the big deal has been money. You know, they don't have the money to go out there, abate, and send you a bill. Though they say they will. I don't know if the enforcement, maybe it is now. Years ago, it didn't be, it didn't, uh, didn't uh, exist. But, uh, you know, maybe now, I don't know. Hopefully, uh, people will do what they call the voluntary compliance before the long arm of the law has to come down. I want to thank last week's guest, Vern Warnke, our 8 a.m. guest last week. What a great sheriff, the best of the 58 here in California. Very candid, not only in his interviews, but in his letters to Governor Newsom. Tells it like it is, lays it on the line. Not everybody likes it, but so what? A lot of us do. Matter of fact, I would say the supermajority do. Uh, so anyway, thank him for coming in. Again, if you want to listen to any of those old shows, 1480kyos.com, on demand. You can't miss it. They put up a new banner for me or a new uh, 
tab. You don't have to wait till it scrolls to the Citizen Watch logo. You can just click, and uh, there they are. Scroll down. No app. Nothing needed. You don't need to buy anything. Of course not. And speaking of not needing to buy anything, free stuff, at the end of this segment, when we're all done, when the music goes out and you hear the time announced, that's when you call 384-3323 or our 800 number, which is 1-800-got it out of the one, 1-800-350-3777, three sevens. I don't know if that spells something. Probably spells Dave Luna is king. I don't know. But your chance to win a family five-pack of five masks for your protection, courtesy of Image Masters. That's right. For more info on personal protective equipment, go to imagemasters.com and click on the PPE link at the top of the link at the top of the page. Now they will send you those masks directly. I will go to the post office later this morning, sometime today, within the next week, and drop into the mail. No, I'll do it today. The uh, gift certificates. We're giving away one of those, a $10 gift certificate. Good till the end of the month of July, not this month. No, that's the ones they give us. They come in the day bef- the, the minute before they expire. Hey, you want to <laughs> you want to see if you can pass this? Now we got this goes to July thirtieth, uh, I believe, just past my birthday. Anyway, if you want to go O'Reilly's, they have a great great food over there. It's not just booze, man, or drinks, adult beverages. No, it's uh, they've got a salad. I don't know if they got the salad bar. I used to love that salad bar. Ho <laughs> ho. That was a meal in itself. You know, they have a, a menu. They have a sandwich. Everybody goes there. It's Thursday or Friday. I think it's Friday. Open face. Ribeye. Man, that's good. And then Taco Tuesday. You don't want to miss that. So anyway, I'm, I'm getting uh, hungry thinking about, thinking about what they got over there at O'Reilly. So you don't want to miss that. And uh, we're going to give that away at the top of the hour. Atwater had a city council meeting Tuesday night. As you know, Monday was Memorial Day. It was Memorial Day. It was a weird Memorial Day, unlike no other. But the... Reason for the day was still the same. All gave some, but some gave it all, and that is what we remember. Moving movie story, moving stories. I read, uh, always reading on the internet, fascinated by history, and somehow I got on the Audie Murphy. Uh, he was a film actor. Folks may remember him from movies, but he won the uh, Medal of Honor. I believe it was Medal of Honor. I hope I got that right. In World War II, just a tremendous... Uh, valor he showed in the face of the enemy. Also, living down in Southern California many years, going past Camp Pendleton, there's a exit, Bassalone Road. Some people think it's Baseline Road, but it's Bassalone. And this was John Bassalone, who was also the... Oh, I'm going to get this wrong. He was uh, awarded one of the highest... I believe one of the most uh, decorated uh, soldiers in the war, Marine... Uh, next to Audie Murphy, World War II. Again, tremendous, tremendous sacrifice. Killed in the Battle of Iwo Jima after he won his award. You would think that after you did all that, they'd take you out of the service. But no, these guys, they just kept going. The greatest generation, there was a reason it was called that way. Of course, Memorial Day, all of the services, all of the sacrifice that people have made for America. So again, uh, just 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 humbled humbled by reading those stories. But Tuesday was a council meeting. City of Atwater uh, went quick. I'll tell you, by the time I tuned in, it was over, over, less than an hour. And that was with the milling around and this and that. From what I can remember, because it was a little, like I said, they got the one camera angle. They're trying to save a few dollars over there. You know, they used to have a professional outfit. And I'm not saying it's not, but they used to have a guy that uh, had multiple cameras, multiple angles. You know, you'd get the the face shots, this and that. Now it's kind of at the back of the room, one of these fisheye lenses. 
you know, it looks like looking uh, objects are closer than they appear type of thing. You know, really, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, you got to put on the glasses, have the big screen. It's hard to watch on a laptop. I don't know what it would look like on a phone. But uh, they, uh, and then the sound system. They were doing a report on the splash pad. And the public works director, I think that's what it is, he just, uh, or what his title is, he, he just couldn't hear him. The microphone wasn't working. You had to listen to the ambient noise he was creating on the uh, mics that were either on the dais or on the podium, the beautiful podium that uh, the barbecue guy gave for, for some rent, free rent. Was it free rent? I forget. Anyway, is he still there? Is he still making barbecue out there at Veterans Park? Anyway, the splash pad at Veterans Park, that's a be a nice feature when you have barbecue. Because barbecue's messy, man. And if you want to wash off, I mean, those little wet naps they give you, I don't know. It's just, you know, you go through about 100 of those. But can you imagine just walk the splash pad, have that little little warm, little Dawn, little bottle of Dawn right there? Anyway, uh, they gave an update, but you couldn't hear the guy. So I don't know what it said, or I'd give you an update, but I, I think it's still proceeding. I think it's still proceeding out there. They hope to get it done by summer when it gets hot. Er, than it was this week, but I, I, I don't know when it's going to be done. And then Darren McDaniel, our own success story, our own success story, represents a part of Merced. Uh, you wouldn't know it, but Loughborough over there where, uh, who, who's the other guy? Guy's running for mayor. What's his name? What's his name? Serato. Matt Serato. I was thinking of Monica Villa, but I knew that wasn't right. No, Matt Serato, he uh, represents the Loughborough area for the city of Merced. And uh, Darren McDaniel represents the county portion. So he was there giving the county update, as he always does at the city of Atwater council meeting. Love to see him at the city of Merced. You know, we're doing in-person meetings again. But uh, anyway... He stood up, wanted to let folks know that uh, things are uh, moving and grooving at the county. They have uh, looked at a budget, uh, millions and millions and millions of dollars, uh, a few cuts. Uh, you know, it's a little tight out there, but uh, it's looking good. He made an interesting comment. He said, you know, it's the uh, county's budget. Until the board approves it, then it's the board's budget. So I don't know if that's passing the but budget, but, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's somebody's budget. It's all our money. I just hope they have enough, but uh, there are going to be some program cuts. I don't think there's going to be enough, uh, you know, uh, just, you know, not a lot of fat. Let's just put it that way. And then he mentioned that uh, there was going to be a grant, uh, Caltrans, somebody came up with some money, 20, the number, remember, is 29 million. Seems like it was in the 20s. Uh, uh, multiple millions for extension of the AME Expressway. Now, folks, as you as you know, this is a big, big deal. The uh, Atwater Merced Expressway over there off of Highway 99, as you uh, leave Merced, headed toward uh, the promised land of Sacramento, just before you get to Atwater, they have that big, you're over there where the uh, livestock auction used to be, Franklin Road, you know, you go to the base, that one left-hand exit that everybody's like, get in the left-hand lane, left-hand lane, are you kidding me? <laughs> Decelerate from 100 to 15, remember that? Well, they got rid of all that, and uh, they put in the AME Expressway. Well, now they're going to continue that. The idea is to link that bad boy up all the way to Campus Parkway in Merced. That's a long, that's a long haul. Be going uh, around the lake or over by the lake, uh, kind of paralleling Bellevue. But now it's going to go with the money that Darren said they got from Green Sands there in Atwater. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's next to the golf course because that kind of sounds like a golf course roadie type of thing. Even though there's a lot of sand 
in Atwater, and I'm sure some of it's green, but from Green Sands to Bellevue Road. Now, that's a, that's a, a long way. Darren was instrumental. Hopefully, we're going to have him on the morning news show explaining this a little bit better, but just going from memory of what he said, it was like an extra, I don't know, 500 feet, quarter mile. I'm not real good with math. Uh, more to get to Bellevue. He pushed for that. They found the extra bucks, and they got it over the hump. And, and the big deal at McCag a few months ago was uh, getting the uh, over two, two uh, green sands, continuing that on, got some concessions from the west side. The west side is the best side. Scotty Silvera stood up at the McCag meeting, assured uh, Mayor Vialta over there in Los Baños that uh, everything would be okay. Just trust us. We'll build the roads you want next year. So, uh, again, good news for Atwater, Green Sands to Bellevue Campus, or excuse me, AME Expressway, which, which turns into Campus Parkway someday. One big loop. The loop uh, is, is moving along. Also, the third thing that he mentioned, which was, you know, exciting, Castle. You remember Castle Commerce Center. We can't forget Castle Commerce Center, the Mid-California International Trade District, the old Air Force Base, I like to call it. Uh, he indicated many, many, many businesses, multiple businesses, I believe he said doing the same thing or the same type of industries. Uh, so more than one to choose from. It's like uh, going to, you know, adopt a kid. You just, you got them all laid out there. Which one do you want? So we have our choice, according to Supervisor McDaniel, that you can, uh, you know, pick and choose from the litter what we want to do out there. I just hope they pick something, uh, something. I don't, he was very cryptic. You know, you can't talk specifics because it may scare them away. I don't know what scared them away so far, but uh, again, hey, any news is good news. And of course, as you know, Google Google has made uh, an investment not that long ago out there in the autonomous vehicle research that they're doing. And I, I tell you, folks, where I see this helping us is in ag, because if you can't uh, figure out furrows and rows, if you've ever seen a field, they're pretty much rectangular, square, some you know, length by width type of deal. They're not, you know, circular, rectangular, you know, uh, pyramid, what is that, trapezoid? I don't know. I'm not very good. Math was, <laughs> when was that? That was after lunch, wasn't it? Anyway, uh, I think autonomous farm equipment, vehicles, tractors, harvesting, maintenance, whatever you want to call it, man, if we can't get that going uh, with uh, this kind of research, also uh, the uh, uh, data necessary out there on the farmland to uh, operate this equipment. You have to have uh, really good data networks, uh, GPS, very good coverage, can't have any dead spots, or there goes the tractor into the ditch. Also, drone technology, infrared, optics, so many different things that we can do, my friends. Uh, when you talk about STEM, man, it's right here, and I'm not talking about the STEM of the plants. No, I'm talking about science, technology, engineering, and math to grow them more efficiently. Less water, less personnel, less chemicals, less insecticides, less impact to the environment, still maintaining record yields, still being good stewards of the land as everybody has. We need to adapt. And this is an area that Google and the research they're doing right here in our backyards could be transformed into something magical. You can imagine the industry spinoffs where people are manufacturing equipment, the telemetry, the data systems, the vision, the optics, adjusting. You know, you got to send uh, Billy out. He's got to repair the vision system on that AZ-5500, you know, it's uh, hitting the rows at the end of the field. I'm telling you, folks, this is the future. This is what we need to be embracing, not hate, not division, not divisiveness. We've embraced that for far, far too long. We're out of time for this segment of Merced County Morning News. My name is Casey Steed, the voice of your valley.
on Merced's News Talk 107.3 FM, 1480 AM. Love each other. It's all we've got. See you later. As I'm getting older, y'all people get colder. Most of us only care about money making. Selfishness got us following the wrong direction. Wrong information always shown by the media. Negative images is the main criteria. Infecting the young minds faster than bacteria. Kids wanna act like what they see in the cinema. Whatever happened to the values of humanity? Whatever happened to the fairness and equality? Instead of spreading love, we're spreading animosity. Lack of understanding leading us away from unity. That's the reason why sometimes I'm feeling under. That's the reason why sometimes I'm feeling down. It's no wonder why sometimes I'm feeling under. Gotta keep my faith alive. Love is found. The ashes. Where is it?